Guys, I'm just going to check Nintendo Life because who knows? <laughs> I thought you might be talking about the Pokemons this week. And news, there might be some. There's none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing. No, there's none. Hello and welcome to part one of this week's Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast, the epic trilogy that just gives you that little bit more. That's a sentence that didn't make any sense. The usual lot, the usual rabble here. I can't believe I'm talking like this. We shouldn't have watched that video before. <laughs> um, it's me, it's Sean, and it's Tom. How are you guys? We're good. Very well, thank you. Yeah, very good. Okay, so like last week, we're just going to um, get into... Um... News! 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 <laughs> right, so uh, who wants to kick this off then? Uh, do you mind if I kick this off with one of the stories that uh, most interested me? Be my guest. I do, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, sure. No, 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 I'm joking. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll just... Uh... Okay. <clears throat> uh, it's actually... It's a, it's a story about... Oh, it's a political story that I just think Uh-oh. is brilliant because it, it, it has a bit of gaming in it. And it was the news that Russia's UK embassy tweeted a screenshot of bomb trucks from Command and Conquer Generals. And they tweeted it with this tweet, in inverted commas. Extremists near Aleppo received several truckloads of chemicals, in all seriousness. (laughs) And Aleppo's a place in Syria at the moment. Um, What a balls up. They they tweeted a picture of three of the chemical bomb trucks... (laughs) What? Command and Conquer Generals what? with an act, with a real tweet saying that extremists near Aleppo were receiving these as truckloads of chemicals that it was really happening in a war zone. I know. What? I know. You know what I mean? It's like how can that happen? How? How did they get a tip off or something from some internet troll or something? It's, it's but it's not like it's not the first time this. I was going to say this ring is ringing a bell with me because I'm pretty sure that haven't they used sort of Call of Duty. Um, cutscenes or something some, some oh, videos bombings. of Army 3 of a helicopter being shot out of the sky was used by a news network because they believed it was the IRA shooting a, a helicopter out of the sky right I don't know where they thought the IRA were yeah so is this an American network by any chance god knows it's, it's absolutely ridiculous and I'm kicking it off because it just is nice it's, well, it's not a nice story, it's just, it's folly, it's, yeah. and it's hilarious folly. It's almost like the privatised story, you know, that's it. It's, it's the kind of, kind of thing you read on, raised. read on, like, Newstump, or, or mm. like, The Onion, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the Daily Mash, isn't it? It's yeah. like, like, my favourite Daily Mash article is that one um, about um, other cans of drink thinking that San Pellegrino uh, drinks are twats. <laughs> and that it's like, Darren, was it, Darren James... Uh, a Sprite can said I don't know what these fucking Pellegrino guys think they're doing they're just twats with their silver hats <laughs> literally like personifying a Sprite can thinking that San Pellegrino tins are twats Love it. I saw a funny one of those fake news articles recently that was um, it was saying that a database had been hacked and the um, <laughs> the details of um, various nerds had been released to play tabletop war games <laughs> <laughs> 
So your name was on that list, Dan? Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, I accidentally left my Warhammer rulebook down here. Yeah. From the I've, other got, I've got some Warhammer-esque news today. Excellent. Mm. Is that a, shall is I that, dive into Yeah, it? is that a natural... News! News! news. Yeah, um, I've been away from that whole kind of scene for a little while. And um, basically, uh, one thing that caught my eye was that there's a new Warhammer quest coming out. <gasps> yes. This month. I heard that, yes. very month. I will be buying that. Really? Yes. Um, this fair mine? It will be probably, probably be quite a lot, I reckon. About 100 quid, judging on how much they recently kind of been. You're not bothered. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, recently I played um, with a friend, a Relic. Oh, that's the Talisman yeah. 40k version, right? Yeah. I love Talisman. I've never so, played Relic. So I, I sat there, he kept turning over cards. And he'd turn over like Lucius the Eternal. And I go, yeah, he's like a champion of Slanesh and he's like a whip. And like, he just kept looking at me going, how do you know all this stuff? I go, this is all I did in my teenage years, pretty much. So, um, so he just keep flipping them over. And as a result, he just keeps, he keeps berating me with a variety of things. Like, uh, so uh, I, I, go, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to say it's in my past. I felt like the Mancurian candidate, candidate. <laughs> <laughs> mixed with Jason Bourne, but my only uh, feature was that I had a, a decent knowledge of the Warhammer 40k universe. <laughs> now, it's funny how stuff like that stays with yeah, you. It's crazy, yeah. Now, as a result, I brought the rule book down, which is why it's sitting here, mm. and had started having a flick through that, which is dangerous. And then I said to him the other day, uh, we should play Warhammer Quest, because that's a fun game that you mm. can just, it's fairly. Yeah, yeah. Run in the mill. And uh, we should play Space Hulk as well. So, when you Warhammer Quest is very interesting, and I might be. It's very interesting. Um, the only thing that worries me is um, Warhammer Quest is and was a kind of gateway. Mm. I mean, they give you like a certain amount of stuff in the box, right? And then they give you this huge tome of a rule book yeah. that has um, rules and things for, for like the next level of challenge. So, yeah. you know, it gives you all like, the grunts, like spiders and uh, rats. You probably, probably want a dragon goblins. next. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, well, now your guys have all leveled up. All these things are a piece of piss now. You better pop down you know, Games Workshop and <laughs> pick up a few, uh, few ogres or something. Only about 10 quid a pop. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. And then you level up again. And it's like, oh, well, now you're probably going to want... And then before you know it, you're... Life's over. <laughs> You're living in a box surrounded by miniatures. Slumped in a corner. Yeah. Just crying over your unpainted table, your mound of plastic crap that's sitting there. Shaking hands as you're trying to desperately glue the, the wing on this dragon. Just, yeah. Hands cut to ribbons, <laughs> like you're cutting them off the sprues. But it's, um, it's a much more updated version for uh, their sort of current... Um, law because the whole their whole kind of Warhammer law has moved on yes. I don't know if you've heard of this the Age of Sigma that's it so if they did a sort of nuclear apocalypse type mm. um, reset where they basically everyone dies let's start again and yeah. then you know it's basically like this post massive event where there's kind of rabbles of armies that kind of join together so it's less kind of defined sort of factions more just like yeah. good and evil from what I understand and um, so it's it's kind of bang up to date with all that stuff. Um, I think the game comes with about six different heroes and um, a bunch of different baddies. And, you know, obviously the usual kind of board game tiles and stuff. But, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, for me, if this would have come out five years ago, I would have, mm. like, leapt on it. I would have jumped on it. Yeah. 
Um, unfortunately, now, I, for me, this gap has been filled. Like, there was a massive outcry yeah. um, for, you know, dungeon crawlers, and people, you know, would have loved this, I think, like five years ago. Yeah. Um, and that's when Games Workshop didn't want anything to do with it. They they stopped making all their they call them specialist games, yeah. which makes them sound a bit dodgy. But so their specialist games range so were all more high. Yeah, they had like there, a yeah. bunch of like smaller games, like entry level kind of games to, mm. that would try and entice you into the bigger games. But they were just like really fun in their own right, and they didn't require that too much investment, at, you know, in the first place. Um, too much like time to kind of paint all the crap and yeah. stuff. And uh, they were really good, and that's partly why I think Games Workshop didn't want anything to do with them, because they wanted people to like get into this, you know, spending 500 quid on like a new army or whatever. Mm. You know, they wanted the big bucks, and it was a bit short-sighted of them, because there was, a, there was a massive market. Since then, thanks to Kickstarter, yeah. there's just been, we've had this like golden age of board games, yeah. where so many people have come in now and filled that niche. Who used to work for Games Workshop yeah, at the time true. as well. Yeah, that's true. Like um, Mantic Games. Did yeah. Dungeon Saga. Um, oh, there's just a bunch. There's tons. Fancy Flight, obviously, got their like, Descent games. Even games like War Machine as well. Yeah, yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's like a smaller sort of yeah. thing. But yeah, I'm talking like specifically yeah. about like even Warhammer. <clears throat> there's so many like new, really good dungeon crawlers mm. that have come out. So, for me personally, it's, it's kind of a bit late. But, still pretty exciting. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, so I because I've been arming and arming about that, and I've been arming and arming about picking up a copy of Space Hulk as well. So yeah, I've got a copy of Space Hulk. We can uh, we can sort something out. There. I think we should. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, another for an example. There's another current dungeon. Sorry, Tom. I know we're sort of boring the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another. I just, I just wonder where the news is here. Well, okay, news. News. Dark Souls, the board game. I've heard Kickstarter. About this. Oh, heard of Kickstarter. Yeah. I did see this, yes. Yeah, the big, again, it's a dungeon crawler, much the same kind of mm. thing as uh, Warhammer Quest. Um, it's uh, reached, currently, I'm looking at it now, £2,756,000. It's currently sitting at. That's crazy. There's not a lot to go now. What was this target? Oh, God knows. 50000 <laughs> so God knows what they're saying now. They're what like, are they going to do with well, that's thing, What are they going to do with all the extra money that they've got? Because it's like well, they're they're they to add more pleasures to the like fucking gold plated. Well, they're going to have to make a lot more by the sounds of things. So. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they sell that. Maybe. I mean, this is a smaller kind of company. This is one by one of those companies that is has kind of filled those voids from mm. Kickstarter because they it's Steamforged Games who are making it right. Who got the license for it? They made um, a game called Guild Ball, which was not a, a Blood Bowl knockoff, but in that kind of vein. It yes, was like yeah, yeah. Um, it was a tabletop sports game, a fantasy sort of sports game, yeah. and that was like fairly successful on its Kickstarter, and it's you know did reasonably well, and people liked it. But for them to, they they've obviously just like had an absolute like genius moment where they've thought, let's get the Dark Souls license, and they've done it at just the right time because. Dark Souls is just a phenomenon at the moment, right? There's people are just obsessed with it. It's, it's unbelievable how it's grown from like Demon Souls into yeah. this huge, uh, massive fan base now. Where it used to be this kind of niche little game that people would kind of say, "Oh yeah, I play Dark Souls," and you would think you're a bit of a badass. Yeah. And now it's just like totally mainstream, totally mainstream. You know, selling like ridiculous amounts of copies. So, yeah, this. Um, 
board game sounds like a great idea to me. Um, it looks really nice, good miniatures, and um, if you want to get in on it, um, you got to be quick. In fact, probably by the time this pod goes out, it will be it will be done. But have you got in on it? I haven't. I don't tend to buy things on Kickstarter in case I regret it by the mm. time it comes out. Because I always think, if, you know, if it gets back, it's going to come out in shops and I'll be able to go down to a shop and buy it. It's about 150 quid as well, isn't it? Oh, really? Yeah, something like that. It's um, really expensive, I know that much. And, oh, okay, it's uh, £80 for the basic game, oh, okay. I think. And then I guess by the time you've added on, oh, well, you've had that thing yes. that's good, that thing that's good, you probably will end up spending more like that. And maybe with the um, shipping as well. I don't know how much shipping is... is on that but yeah I mean these these games aren't cheap now especially when no. they've got miniatures involved because they, they tend to cost a bit of a fortune but anyway that's pretty exciting another licensed game sorry I'm going to yeah. stick on board game news for a minute because <laughs> I don't want to go back to it it's fine it's, it's, a, it's a valid part of what we talk about yeah, so, yeah. there's a, a labyrinth is board it game. though yes is, yeah sorry yes, oh, it is, yeah. It is. Yeah. I spend two days a week at the moment playing board games so yeah um, yeah, Labyrinth board game. I don't know, I've heard about this. Guys, <laughs> fucking stick to the news! <laughs> Jesus! Sorry, sorry, news. Labyrinth board game. I heard about this, yes. Yeah, coming out this A summer, Labyrinth apparently. board game? Yeah, it seems like um, this is an, another ex-GW person, actually. It's uh, Alessio Calvatorio, wrote the 5th edition 40k rulebook. <laughs> um, and um, he's got his own uh, company, River Horse Games, and mm. yeah, they're basically they... <clears throat> again an inspired move I think they actually had this in the works when <clears throat> Bowie was <clears throat> still alive so I don't know if you would call that well I don't know how you would phrase that but time. yeah you know what I mean yeah. it's kind of uh, but it's been ridiculously successful apparently and they just they can't even keep up with demand for the pre-orders that they're getting and, not, and this is another small company yeah. and this is what I'm saying with why I think Warhammer Quest is a little bit too little too late maybe I don't know but there we go. That's I my think board, board game I mean, news. Yeah, they, they've seen the models of the labyrinth one as well. Yeah, they look, they look fantastic. Yeah, mm. it looks really cool. So right, moving, moving on. Board game news done. Yeah, in in that's, that's in the bag. Uh, okay, I've got some sad news. Oh uh, no, no, oh, no. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it down. Uh, Disney Infinity. They've closed the <clears throat> company down that's been making Disney Infinity. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Um, so it was considered the most successful of the Toys to Life lot. Basically. What? Yeah, yeah. More successful more than, than Skylanders? Yeah. And what? Makes more money, than yeah. Amiibo? Yes, from what I understand. So really? it made, made more money from what... Wow. But, oh, fucking hell. And it was arguably more adventurous than the others in the terms that it did everything. So you play Disney Infinity, it does all kinds of things. So you've got driving games and they're decent... Driving games, fighting games, shooters, all kinds of stuff. It does a wide variety of things. Is this one in one game, though? Yeah, in the Disney Infin- under Disney oh, Infinity. Okay. So, and the models are cool as well. Like I brought a few of them here. Yeah, they're a bit too stylized for my. Well, that's the point. Taste. They're all. I know. Yeah, I, I get that. That's like look, at, look at the subjective smug thing. Smile on Han Solo's face up here. Well, I can't. I just. <laughs> it looks like um, it looks like Adam Driver then. I am. Uh, oh snap! He looks yeah. like Adam Driver there. <laughs> I just fucked your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he Sean Connery? I don't know. Just, look at that look. <laughs> anyway, yeah. the the point is, they, they were trying something different. They've invested a lot of money into it and they've just decided... When I first saw it. these Toys to Life thing, I just thought, oh my God, this mm. is like the most amazing idea of yeah. business ever. Yeah. It just sounds like so cool, the idea that you would um, 
like take a toy and put it into a video game. I just thought yeah. it's just genius in this world of kind of digital. Yeah. But the execution age, is never good as the imagination. No, oh well, yeah, because the execution is pick it up, put it down. That's it. <laughs> except, <laughs> except yeah. for Lego Dimensions. Except for Lego Dimensions, which is yes. genuinely a brilliant idea. So Lego Dimensions, and this is moving away from. Very sad that Disney Infinity is closed, but I think this leads into what I think is going to happen. Uh, Lego Dimensions, you get the, the pack, you put it down, you put the, the main base down, and then you build the three figures it comes with, and you put them on the thing, and then you go through this little adventure on the screen, and then they end up in this area, and to get to the another area, they need to build the portal. And to build the portal, you need to build the portal, because it's all in Lego pieces. So then this little instruction book comes up, wow. like a Lego there, and yeah. it talks you through building the Lego portal. <laughs> now, it does the same with all, like everything else in it so, so like we bought the Doctor Who TARDIS pack mm-hmm. so it comes up with the instructions on how to build the TARDIS and stuff and that's pretty cool and it's, it's it one like interactive Lego building yeah and, and you go through like a variety of worlds that you don't get in other Lego games so you've got like Wizard of Oz yeah so you're, you're wandering down the yellow brick road with Batman Gandalf and Doctor <laughs> Who yeah uh, and Wildstyle from the Lego movie, who moves like they do in the Lego movie. So it's all, almost quite stop motion, but it's all quite quite frenetic, quite yeah, yeah, yeah. quite quick. So like she'll be on the ground at one point, and she'll be in midair at the other point. And they, they move like the, the characters from that. And, um, and I think Lego might have killed Disney Infinity. Because I think what Disney are now going to probably think is Lego has the Avengers... Mm. Lego has the Star Wars. Anyway, we can link this in, save ourselves some cash by putting in, putting a lot of money into Disney Infinity, and just say, "Here we go." Just put it in to the Lego games. If, if I was Disney, I'd be, I'd be. Uh, Lego aren't stupid. They yeah. know for a fact that if they lose big licenses like Star Wars, yeah, their sales are going to go, yeah, tits up. So Disney holds all the cards now. Mm. It doesn't matter that Infinity's gone. Mm. Because, like you say, they can just tap into it. It's all about the license money. Yeah. It's all about what money Lego is willing to pay to have the license to make Star Wars toys. Star and Wars, Avengers, and... Disney characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Disney, yeah, Disney are, the, are holding all the toys. Toys? Yeah. Cards. But I read Cards? this really interesting thing about why they look like that. And it's just because they've all got to fit in the same universe and look like they're all part of the same universe. So... They look like they're characters, but at the same time... But that's still no excuse for that smug smile. <laughs> it's Han Solo. He's pretty fucking smart. <laughs> I mean, that is smug. I mean, look, Chewie's, Chewie's like, ah, vicious. Yeah. Poe Dameron is like... He's, he's quite oh, solemn, isn't oh, he? Oh, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kiss me, Dan. Okay, I'll kiss you. <laughs> yeah. Whereas he is yeah. just... just he's, so smug. He's Han Solo. He's pretty smug. He's, he's got the same look when uh, they trick the uh, stormtroopers to come out of the base in Return of the Jedi he's got that look he's oh. like oops yeah I just did that yeah. hey what have I done exactly I'm Harrison Ford so yeah Disney, I could walk Disney Infinity's gone but it might mean an exciting future for something like Lego I mean those things take up like a stupid amount of um, like stock shelf space yes. right it's they, ridiculous every time I go into like um you know, HB or not yeah. HB, but yeah. um, game, game, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's like an entire row dedicated to these things. And you think, like, I hope they're selling well because otherwise, there's a lot of wasted space. Because the the markup on them is so much bigger than on any games. Okay, 
make more money from them than games. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's I mean, why that's why I imagine the price tag on one of yours yeah. there and it's slightly shocking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'd imagine Nintendo are quite happy that oh, yeah, yeah. are selling so well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're making shitloads of money from that. But uh, yeah. And they're pouring it all into cartridges. It's <laughs> <laughs> the future, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not the future, it's old. <laughs> There's nothing futuristic about cartridges. So it's time to move on. Alright, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyone else got any more news? I mean, I've got a load more, but yeah, I've got a few more bits. Cool. Um, I'll go with this one just because uh, it's a nice blend of uh, games and music. And okay. personally, a favourite game of mine is that um, released on a number of websites was uh, the new song for the new Mirror's Edge game, Catalyst, uh, which I I'm a big fan of the first one. I, I just thought it was a superb execution of a new idea. Maybe not the best execution, but it was a good execution of the idea. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song that's been released uh, is from the Scottish synth band uh, Churches, uh, and it's it's really really nice, and it's it's very um, uh, it sounds very much like uh, the music from the first game. Mm. Um, it's just great. I'm just happy. I'm happy it's coming out. I don't I don't care if they want to delay it a little bit further just to get it right, because yeah. I thought it was good. I I, I applaud that um, that a games company decided that it was you know worth ex- taking a punt on a new IP something that was trying to do things a bit differently you know gunplay and stuff like that isn't really encouraged it's about running it's about yeah, free running it's a parkour game it's right? about getting away from stuff mm. um, about finding the way through a building or you know sort of building up a rhythm or as, or as they call it in the game the flow <laughs> I feel the flow it's about the flow you know I'm running across the rooftops with the flow you got Dying Light by the way Dying Light, yeah, 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 pretty good. But again, married up with a zombie shooter, yeah, which is great. But you know what I mean? It's like it's like I like games that put you in a position where it's out of the ordinary. Like the game, I don't know if you guys played it, Outlast, the scary game. No, I never got around to playing that. In the asylum, filled with all the mental cases and people being experimented on, and the only thing you have is a camera. That's the only thing you have. They've got no way to fight back. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I I've watched footage of it. Yeah, I've watched it. With all the green eyes, mm. yeah, fucking terrifying. And it yeah. just there's nowhere to fight back. There's nothing. All you have is the, uh, an opportunity to run. That's it. You like your horror games, though, don't you? I love horror games. I'm not the biggest fan of horror games. No, same. Because I'm it's a, very good. I, I mean, it's one of those games that genuinely scared me from start to finish. And there's there's not a lot of games that have, have really terrified me. Uh, PT scared me. Didn't I mean? Well, yeah, I think I already have said that it did. It petrified me. You I mentioned it was. PT it was very times. good. PT PT was scary. Silent Hill Two was very scary because of the atmosphere it built up. Um, and but how did I get onto horror games? I don't know. And Outlast is is a is actually a very oppressive game yeah. rather than a scary game. The tension is just palpable the whole way through, especially when you're hiding under a bed and yeah. there's some dude. You know, looking for you, yeah. and that moment where they realise you're under the bed, and boom, down comes the head, and they're looking right in the eye, and they say something to you. And I mean, it just. <laughs> so I think, I think I think what you're trying to say is you're looking forward to the new Mirror's Edge. Game. I'm looking forward to the new yeah. Mirror's Edge. Game. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. because I like because I like games that put you in unexpected situations. I think it's an une- it's it's only I think it's good that there was a game that was like. You know, you can use guns if you want, yeah. but you don't need to because you're faster than them. Yeah. And if you time it right, you'll be able to <coughs> get away from the fighting. 
It's open world this one as well, isn't it? Well, yes, like everything seems to be yeah. these days. Mm, like, oh, we're yeah. making it open world. And you just go, yeah, well, kind of you and off. everyone else. It's less like, let's do away with level design. <clears throat> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, well what if they've been so clever? What if they've been so clever as to make a open world, uh, sorry, an open world that has no need for level design because it's so impeccably created that you're able to free run across the the city... You know, and it, it, well, they exist then, basically. Mm. Not the free running bit, but the. Uh, well, yeah. You know. Dying Light did that as well. Well, there we go then. Like, there are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um. <laughs> Hang on, I'm curious to go back to this. Right, let's this move churches, on. Churches. Churches song, yeah? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So, this is. Are they making the yeah, entire was, soundtracks of the game, or is this like just full of licensed games? I don't know whether it's. No, I don't know whether it's necessarily. Um, that them, I don't know, I don't think necessarily it's them doing the whole soundtrack, okay. but the title song for the game is is that. Right. That sounds a bit wanky and publicity stunty type thing. <clears throat> Not really. I don't no. think so. Soundtracks are getting better and better these yeah, days. Yeah, but like it's just the title <clears throat> song. I mean, what the fuck? The title song for a well, game. the title song for the first Mirror's Edge was marvelous. Was um, it an original? Yeah, song it was then? for the for the for game. The game. Yeah, that sounds a bit weird to me though. I think legally you can't sing anymore now. <laughs> the flow. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's not. I don't think that's wanky. No. And you like the song, right? That's the I do like the song. But why can they just made the song and then just well, you still release need someone, the song? But then... you still need someone to. Well, it, no, it wasn't released as in it was given. It was given. I don't know what the best the is. Given exposure. Is it today. about? Is the song like got lyrics and stuff? Is it about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it's about is it about Mirror yeah. Edge? Uh, I think it's about the character Faith. I think they said that it was about her her struggle and determination. It's meant to evoke. Okay, fair enough. You know, yeah. fair enough. It's not just a song like Mirror's Edge. <laughs> There's a woman running on the top of this building. <laughs> She's fallen off. She's squashed. <laughs> I hope you're writing it down. That's gold. Yeah. <laughs> Any more news, Sean? Oh, me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, um, Phil Spencer of Xbox yeah. um, loves, he says, they're, well, actually, I should go back a bit. Okay, Minecraft yeah. for the Wii U has received a, um, a kind of joint Nintendo slash Microsoft. The Ma- it's the Mario update. That's right, yeah. It's the Mario skins and Mario-themed Wii U update, okay? And uh, it's kind of weird to see because it's crossing, uh, <clears throat> not consoles, but, you know, companies yeah. kind of joining together and, uh, yeah. and doing something, collaborating. Phil Spencer seems really keen on this sort of stuff and he basically tweeted, a partnership with Nintendo on this has been great. Nice to see Minecraft doing so well on the Wii U and get the Mario content. Um, he seems to kind of be desperate to, to kind of improve relations between companies, right? Because he's trying to get in with the, um, the uh, cross-network gaming mm. of, of like PS4 and PC, and he's kind of doing things with um, Nintendo. And, like, you know, I get the feeling that he's trying to kind of... Well, I don't know. What would you think his objective is there? Like, what do you think he's trying think to get out of this? there's an element of trying to create a legacy... Okay. But if if someone can be remembered as the guy that united the three <laughs> families, then that's mm. pretty impressive. But at the same time, I think 
I think he might see something that the other companies don't, which is value in gamers in general. Just trying to get everyone together to just have an experience on whatever console it is they're buying. And that might come from the fact that the Xbox has sold so much less than PlayStation. But yeah. he seems very keen to work with PlayStation he, to the extent that every time they like beat a sales record with the PS4, which is selling ridic- ridiculously well, uh, he always like tweets out congratulations to them. And they always send something back that's just two fingers up, basically. <laughs> He's going, fuck off, Xbox wanker. And um, it, he seems pretty intent on on doing something with at least one of the console. I think for me that seems he's had a, a pretty decent run with with Xbox. Like everything he's done up till now at least has been kind of good for the console. Um and he's righted the ship to a certain extent with Xbox, made it a credible system again when everyone thought it was going to be a big pile of shit when it first came out. Mm. And if he can get if he, even if he can find one or two games that are playable on both Xbox, PS4, or Xbox and Nintendo, then I think he will be remembered as the guy that that did that. Mm. And I think there's an element of legacy. Tom, any thoughts on that? Mm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I To be honest, I think competition is healthy. I think mm. constantly trying to cosy up to the people that are competing on you, and not necessarily even on a level playing field, is... is is um is a bit of a mistake. I I I believe. Um, look, it'd be cool if look. You know, the, may, maybe the big plan is that you know we're just going to do away with the war, and all three are going to come together, and we're going to have a uh, I don't know uh, a really overpowered cartridge run <laughs> thing that appears eventually. Yeah, see, you let that go nicely, Tom. Yeah, good, yeah. and. And that's that's the dream with all the intellectual properties available on the one I think, unit. I think that's the, the I main. Sorry, haven't finished. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think that's. I don't. I don't think that would in a million years be the ultimate goal. Each company has its own shareholders, exactly, yeah. who they have to keep happy. And Microsofts may not necessarily be as happy as Sony's, but they've still got to be pretty happy. Um, in the same way that um, Nintendo's shareholders may not necessarily be the happiest bunch looking at all the outmoded technology that is being used by the company. Um, but they are probably still happy with the with the amount of money that they're getting yeah. in. Um, but they wouldn't necessarily be as happy maybe as Sony because mm. Sony has so much more going for it. And there's so much more technology. In fact, Sony has technology in the Xbox One in the same way that I'm pretty sure there must be some technology that Microsoft Oh yeah, has invented that is in pretty much every other console. You know what I mean? It's all they're all practically using everyone else's stuff as well. I mean, the fact is, the technology company I work for, I know for a fact that most of the competing devices that are on the market at the moment use our technology in them, and yet we are competing with them, and sometimes we are being outsold by them, and it and it doesn't make sense, and it doesn't, and it's angry. But I don't know. Maybe maybe this is one world government. Yeah, maybe. But in games just, consoles. But in games consoles. <laughs> but okay, so just quickly, what? But I hadn't finished. Okay. <laughs> no, I had finished. <laughs> what? What makes you buy Nintendo consoles? Nintendo games. Okay. What made you choose an Xbox originally over PS4? The games. The games. So, what if the only difference between the consoles is 
and this is pretty much what we're getting to at the moment, that we prefer the games on that certain console. Shut my mouth. <laughs> so, so, what what harm would it do if if they're all on one console? No, not necessarily if they're all on one console. If the reason you bought an Xbox, well, I bought an Xbox, was because I like Halo, and but at the same time. If I want to play Call of Duty with someone on a PS4, because I know they're not very good at games on the PS4, so I know I can beat them at it. Um, and, but the only reason... That's a joke. Um, then the only reason you're buying a console is because the games you like. Really. That's the only reason I bought an Xbox, even after yeah, I watched course. it. I so, mean, very few people, I think, are like so into brand loyalty that hmm. they would buy it just because of the name of the box. You buy it because it chimes with you, because you want... It so, always been a medium always so, will be <laughs> <laughs> so what, what harm does cross platform playing actually well do? I think with my cynical hat on there's nothing wrong with it mm. as far as game is concerned but from a business perspective it's kind of interesting but I just don't think they'll sell any less Xboxes or um, PS4 yeah, well, this is the thing with my cynical hat on I think the reason why they're cozying up to PS4 is because it's so much more successful and they don't want to appear oh, the curtains have just been closed so I was just explaining the sound. Sorry, Sean, carry on. It's all right. Carry on. Um, We're just having noise. Yeah, I didn't, literally I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? You were PS4. saying from a business perspective. Xbox cozying up to PS4. Okay, yeah. So I think from a, I think the reason why they're doing it is because, as well, you alluded edit to... that bit out. <laughs> okay, so no one knows. <laughs> the PS4 is massively outselling the Xbox One, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's clear that which in turn the, is massively the... outselling the. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> 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 the table. That's it. <laughs> just in a Sean Bating mood, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bating. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps later. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. The PS the PS4 is massively outselling the Xbox One. So the Xbox One has a a vested interest in maybe trying to cozy up because they don't want to get lost in mm. that um, you know drive of the PS4's kind of success. They don't want to become redundant. So it's by them sort of saying, oh, "Well, hang on, why don't we sort of team up a bit and we, you know we'll play games on each other's consoles because it makes people less likely to say, well." I, you know, maybe I would buy an Xbox One, but all my mates have PS4s. I want to just like be able to play online with them, so I'm going to buy a PS4. Much like what happened with the 360, mm. right? Mm. I bought, I got 360. I, I wanted a PS3, but everyone I knew had an Xbox 360, and I thought if I want to play anything online, I'm going to have to get a 360, mm. and I did. So it does influence people. So it, that's my kind of with my. Well, I, I don't even think it's a scene. I think that's just the reality. That's mm. why Phil Spencer is trying to do all that. Hey, grats, guys! You sold, you know, like X amount of PS4s this month. Good job. I don't think he's doing it to be nice or to kind of improve relations between the consoles. And in the same way, I think the ultimate goal is when he's cozying up to Nintendo. Is I, I, I won't be surprised if Xbox would like to see Nintendo games on Xbox. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone would like to see Nintendo games on their consoles. That's... Yeah, but I mean that's the point. I'll say absolutely categorically. I would absolutely love to see the Mario games and updated versions of the N sixty four, like an N sixty four emulator on the Xbox, would be amazing. But I just don't see that happening. No, I don't see it happening. But I think Phil Spencer obviously has an inkling that he might eventually. Maybe he's looking at Nintendo struggling, 
um, you know, it's not the best year, and thinking, you know what, because this happened with Sega, obviously. Sega yeah, had a couple of failed NX, consoles. With the NX on the horizon, we have no, I mean, yeah. honestly, we have no idea. For all the bluster and stuff like that, we have no idea what's going to happen. And, and all these rumours could be massive misdirection. They, they could have something I'm assuming genuinely... they all are. <laughs> like, could, I, could I have something genuinely really surprising. They could have another N64 on their hands, something that is actually more advanced than the things that it was released alongside. Am I right in saying that? No, people... massive. Well, it depends. I mean, that's a difficult one to call. Yeah, it was more powerful in a way, but because of the cartridge format it mm. didn't have as much um, space on the car so it was at an age where fmv cutscenes were and and actual kind of um, cd quality soundtracks mm. were just coming through and they were the big sellers you know having slightly i didn't need it no and this is the thing nintendo the 64 had technically better capability to, to have better graphics but you know people were so kind of uh, struck by the lure of fmv cutscenes and things that it just, it's just ridiculous because games like Phantasmagoria and all those shit with them FMV cutscenes and stuff like that were rubbish. Mm. Oh, fact, it's, it's, now, yeah, yeah. it's now looked back on as like one of the one mm. of the dark But it was impressive time. when you used to, when you saw like the opening cutscenes of like Final Fantasy VIII or something. It yeah. was like what or Silent Hill, the first Silent Hill game had amazing CG cutscenes. I used to that was like a reward for me when I was playing through the games to get to the next CG cutscene. Yeah, they they were really exciting at the time. Yeah, but uh, let's. Move on, maybe. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so on. to move on to, to something similar, mm-hmm. in a similar vein of something that no one thought would happen in terms of a crossover, there are strong rumours about this is going to excite you, Sean. I know you're Go excited on. about yeah. this. Uh, an X Men MCU crossover. So there's strong rumours we might see the X Men in the actual Marvel universe. I thought they were already. Then it's Marvel. So though. Fox in the nineties. Marvel sold off a load of their properties. So they sold Sony, uh, Spider-Man. They sold Fox, Daredevil, X-Men, and Fantastic Four. Um, And since then, Spider-Man's come back into the MCU because they've done a deal with Sony. Uh, Daredevil's now in the MCU because no one liked him with what Fox did with him. So now there's X-Men and there's Fantastic Four. And the talk is that after Fantastic Four did so badly with Fox and the new X-Men film is not getting great reviews. Mm, I saw that. I didn't even know yeah, there was a yeah. new one coming out, to be honest. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, I saw the uh, still shot with um, James McAvoy with a bald head yeah. sitting on a wheelchair and I immediately went, oh, God. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> people are making bigger deal. Goes, this is the one where he goes bald. And like the first film, he uses loses the use of his legs. That's much that's worse. Yeah, no, that's that's, <laughs> ah, I can't use my legs. Yeah, ah, but I'm just fantastic. Like literally washing his hair in L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I must admit, this new X-Men film, I didn't, I literally didn't know anything about it, and it was like. I, I didn't even notice the fact that all the BT adverts or whatever or Virgin have got X Men characters. Have got X Men characters. There's a lot of X Men on the telly at the moment. And then suddenly <laughs> someone was like, uh, mentioned it to me and said, "Oh, the X Men film's getting bad reviews." What? <laughs> <laughs> and then it all disappeared. All the advertising yeah. deals were dried up. Like, huh? yeah. Sean gives a solid shoulder shrug. Um, but <laughs> it's um, yeah. So the, the talk is that um, Marvel have been very interested in talking to Fox about this for a while and everyone has now started dropping hints so like uh, Tim Miller the guy who directed Deadpool has said 
oh, I'd love to see Spider-Man in a uh, in the Deadpool film. And then uh, the Russo brothers have said, oh, we'd love to see Wolverine in a Marvel film. And these this is a recent thing. This is before it was the fans going, wouldn't it be great if you saw the X-Men in an Avengers film? Wouldn't that be great? Mm. And now it's the director saying it. And there are strong rumours that, that Marvel apparently have got this big announcement they want to make. And the strong rumours are that they've managed to not acquire the properties, but work with Fox to get the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. Now, this doesn't excite you very much, but the fanboy in me that finally gets to see this two universes collide, that, that in the comics, it's just no big deal. They just hang out together all the time. Mm. Wolverine hangs out. Wolverine is an Avenger yeah. at one point. So yeah. to see them all together and the storylines they could do, and this is going to get really nerdy here, House of M is one of my favourite Marvel storylines. And the idea is that Scarlet Witch goes crazy and she can alter the universe basically and she alters the universe so everyone gets what they want but the, the whole way through it everyone's beginning to realise it's not real and so they're, they're gradually building up and building up to killing Scarlet Witch and she's protected by her dad Magneto who they can't mention in the Marvel films because he's an X-Man so they can do something like that and then it ends with her whispering no more mutants and they're only being I think it's 100 and, it's 102 mutants I think left in the in the world and she just wipes out no one else has their powers basically so I just flash forward to a, um, one of those like um, save the mutants kind of ad yeah. campaigns yes yeah, there are only yeah. 102 mutants left in the world yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and so, so everyone else lost their powers but they can do something ambitious like that or you can do Avengers versus X-Men which is a storyline, which is not a great storyline in my opinion, but you can do it. Uh, th- there's limitless possibilities and I think it's a license to print their own money as well and it baffles me that it's taken this long for them to go, you know how we can make a lot of money yeah. if we just get together on this one and sell some films? If there's one thing Marvel needs, it's more money. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Regardless, <laughs> it's, it's the, the point is there is money to be made from this and I think it's probably the next step in what they've been doing. Yes. With that, though, as well, some more Marvel news. Agent Carter's been cancelled, which I'm very sad about. Who the hell's Agent Carter? Oh, oh the guy who died in... Girl. Girl. What? <laughs> what? It's... Okay, it's not who I was thinking. I was thinking no. from the Avengers film. No, Agent Carter is... That's Coulson. Coulson, yeah. okay. Agent Carter's Captain America's kind of main squeeze in the first... Well, in But he never in really got to squeeze her. No, they never did, because he never really came back from the flight that meant he crashed and froze. But well, the, hang on. So this is she's like wartime. Yes. Oh, so this one's set in the wartime. No, this one's set in the fifties. Oh, so it's after the war. So there finished. is a television yeah. series yeah. at the moment, which is actually pretty good. It's very good. Yeah, and she's rather lovely. Yes. Very uh, interesting. Yes, an interesting character, and yes. she is an interesting character. So, and she's it's it, it goes through the struggles of her as a woman in a very male working environment and. She kind of tends to kick win. Ass. Kick ass, yeah. Totally. And to prove a lot of people wrong. And very, very good series, but it's been cancelled. So, hmm. anyway. Sad that's... times. Well, um, are you ready to move on? From yeah, move Marvel? on. Yeah, sorry. I can move on to the... Um... Is it my go-to story? <laughs> Is there a natural... I've flow? got a natural segue, yeah. Tom. Okay. Got a natural well, segue? there's going to be some editing, isn't there, anyway? Speaking of which, what, what time are we on at the moment? 45 minutes. Okay, okay. so about 15 minutes. I, I figure if we run over a bit on this, it's not the end of the world. Okay. Okay. So moving on to the Warner Brothers um, gigantic monster cinematic universe. Have you heard about this? No. The um, 
This is uh, the sort of Godzilla King Kong, building up to the Godzilla King Kong film. Oh, yeah. You heard of this? So it's Warner doing the Avengers with monsters, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, well, not quite that far. I don't know how many other things they got planned, to be honest. But effectively, the first film that's supposed to be coming out is Godzilla 2, <laughs> the sequel to uh, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Gareth Edwards... Um, 2014 Godzilla film and he's uh, he's making the second one as well yeah um, it's been delayed it was supposed to be coming out June 2018 which surprised me because I thought I saw some promo stuff for it recently so that implied it was mm. coming out this year or next year sorry but it wasn't actually supposed to come out until 2018 apparently but now it's been pushed back to 2019 so the far what? distant future of 2019 isn't it crazy when you say 2019 it just it feels like that's, be, that's like 35 years old yeah. Jesus um, Godzilla King versus King Kong comes out a year after that older Godzilla versus King Kong comes out a year after that May 2020 so my god these things like and Pacific Rim 2 is in the works as well isn't it yeah I hate Pacific Rim <clears throat> really yeah I thought it was fucking garbage I love that film really? yeah um, someone I might have named him Dion yeah. uh, recommended it to me because he thought I'd love it and I just absolutely hated it I thought it was really good I enjoyed Pacific Rim so, yeah, I've heard sort of mixed you know some people seem to love it and some mm. people think it's I just thought it was absolutely dire it's got a funny name <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's funny how they're going playing kind of like softly softly with this leading up to King Kong versus Godzilla mm. and yet with with Batman and Superman, they just went, shove it all in, get it all in there. There we go. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, though, actually, maybe it's a maybe. This is why. Maybe mm. they looked at the Batman v versus Superman thing and thought, well, fuck me, that was shit. Yeah. Um. And and when you know what, we better go back to the drawing board. If you know, because they could look at that and kind of go, hmm, that's sort of the approach we were going to take with mm. um, all these monster clashes we were going to have. I think we need to go back to the drawing board because if public reaction is mm. negative to this sort of stuff because actually the point is they missed they, they completely missed the point of that film it wasn't about seeing Superman and Batman in the same film no. it was about a, an intelligent interaction between them it was a it was about an interaction between them that that um, um, that kind of vied with you know or maybe even competed at the same level as the ones that we've seen in the comic mm. books where the story is you know, they're not even moving and mm. the story is better told than that. Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a god-awful bit of tribe it, and it's and rightly, it deserves the scorn that is poured on it. Have you seen it? Yeah. You went to see it? No, I, I oh. watched it on... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you went to see it? I went to see it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it was really good. Um, uh, but yeah, um, well, yeah, just edit that off. And it's just, is it? <laughs> Sorry? It's just, is it? It's fucking awful. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, glad I, 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 let's put it this way. You, I'm not a fan of, yeah. the, of the Batman Superman comics and stuff like that, but I, I heartily respect them. I I would imagine if I was a really diehard fan, I'd be utterly heartbroken. I'm still... I've, it's because still a it's such a terrible execution of what should have been such an easy thing to do. Also means we're probably another 20 years away from having a Dark Knight Returns film as well, which is sad, because... I think that's what everyone really actually wants. Well, let's put it this way. They're, I mean, they're, yeah. enough people have gone to have seen it that it will be a financial success. Yeah. So there will be a second one. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, that's their last chance. But maybe Suicide Squad will do a bit of this work for them. That does look better. Suicide Squad does look better. Margot Robbie looks fantastic in it. <laughs> Jared Leto, the more and more I see him no. as the Joker, 
I am I am not against it as much as I was. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying the more I see him, the more I like him. I'm saying the more I see him, the more I think he's got that clown prince of crime air about him. I I'm I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I see it, but. I'm excited ah, about ah, 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 that bit. Fuck that. Just um, I'm reserved judgment till I see it, but I'm excited about the other characters in it. Anyway, King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delayed. <laughs> Fair enough. Tom, uh, I'll 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 skim over a couple of stories that yeah, I saw. Yeah, I'm going to do um, the same. Excitingly for me, because obviously I'm a horror game fan, uh, Capcom have released a statement saying that. The rest of this financial year represents a full-scale offensive. Um, And Resident Evil 6 was quite a while ago, so I have a feeling that Resident Evil 7 is very much on the horizon for this year. Is that anything to get excited about? Um, (laughs) I didn't like 6, did they? No, not many people like 6, but to be honest, they they learned their lesson after number 3 and Nemesis, and they came out with Resident Evil 4, which was... Yeah, but they had... They've done five and six, and now they're making this stupid um, umbrella. Oh, is it? Okay. So potentially seven could be on the horizon, and I am prepared to give them the benefit of the doubt. One more go. One more go. Um, Also, good news is that the predictable. This is the. I think we should have a jingle for predictable story of the week. Yeah. So let's. Predictable story of the week: Star Wars Battlefront Two is being released in 2017, the year of the next Star Wars film, uh, inevitably as a cash and tie-in, wow. and it's just going to be more of the same. Wow. But it's been confirmed, so that is a, a new game already. Already, 2017. 2017. It's, not, it's 2016. That's quite restrained for first-person shooters. Wow, that's crazy. Well, not the Halo universe where we have yeah, to true. wait. We have honestly for a campaign that was 10 hours long. Why did we have to wait so many years? What were they doing? They can't have spent all that time making it. I think at some point our topic should be Halo 5. What happened? So I think I think because I think we could talk for a long time about how shit that campaign upset. was. Yeah. Um, also, uh, just the one final bit of news that I'm just skimming over here. Uh, Eurogamer, by the way, the website ran a superb report on the. Um, the life and times of Lionhead Studios, makers of the um, famous Fable series. Um, and quite interestingly, um, Fable Legends, uh, the cancelled game that everyone thought was going to be the saviour of the franchise, apparently, towards the end of Lionhead Studios' life, had gobbled up $75 million in development costs. And barely <laughs> anyone at the studio wanted to even be working on it, and apparently left. Mm. Um, there, was, there was a rumour that uh, Peter Molyneux was called into a, uh, a room with the, with the publishers who asked him, could you give us some idea of the story direction? Apparently he just said, Hero's character, character's dog dies um, and left the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can imagine the guys kind of like, with their notepads, just... What? <laughs> Is that just look up and see the door. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, fine. Tying in with that, I heard something. I was talking about this on the way over. Yeah, I heard something really interesting about. I was listening to the IGN podcast Unlock, which is the Xbox podcast on IGN. <gasps> this like, isn't the podcast that stole off us, is it? No, no one stole off us. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, 
And they were talking about how obviously they had a chance to sell Lionhead. Mm. There, there were apparently people interested, like major companies interested in buying Lionhead to make Fable games. And oh, I remember what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. So and they go, so who could it have been then? They they went through the major companies and they're like, so EA, they've got Dragon Age, um, CD Projekt Red, they've got Witcher. Um, and then they've listed all these big companies that have got their own fantasy games. Okay. Do you know who hasn't got a fantasy game? They went, Sony. Sony don't have a fantasy game. That would probably be why they didn't sell uh, Lionhead. Because... Mm-hmm. Sony too have a fantasy game. Which one? Uh, what, the Souls games? The Souls games are on both the Xbox and... Uh, well, Demon Souls and Bloodborne then. Demon Souls was how long ago? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they've still got the, um, you know, the capacity to make... They have made fantasy games. They have, but we're talking like open worlds. What, you're not impressed with that? <laughs> in case really anyone's listening, Sean just stood up and took his trousers down. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, Sean. Um, not in the same vein as Fable, not in the same pedigree as like The Witcher or Dragon Age or something mm, like that. Okay. But. <laughs> but they they didn't sell Lionhead and they just let it close and loads of people lost their jobs. But I would well, imagine it must have been a massive amount of debt if they pumped seventy five million dollars, <laughs> whatever you said. I mean, it's terrible, isn't it? When you think that. I mean, that that is a that that's not a confirmed figure. It's it's from a source that worked okay. within Lionhead. Well, Peter Molyneux, if nothing else, is ambitious, hmm. as well as being a bit of a bell end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'll rattle through some quick news as well, if that's right, unless you've got any more to add. Uh, it's not necessarily quick, because you and I might have to have a little love gush about it. Okay. Shall I, shall I rattle through some quick news? Rattle. Then? Uh, c- news! News! Uh, Civilized si- Civilization Six has oh, been announced. Oh, I saw this news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't that interested, but yeah, but I, but I, but I did see this you news. You looked pretty interested. Yeah, no, I did. I, I, I was quite a fan. Anyway, yeah. I, I looked at it and thought, was a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Five was good. Yeah, five is alright. Five, my, my laptop can just run five. <laughs> it struggles though. So I, I, this was the one that made me go. I think I need a new PC mm. if uh, I want to play Civilization Six. Uh, PS four point five or Neo. Uh, rumors are that it's going to be out before September, which makes sense. Um, that means that our Xbox Ones are going to be obsolete soon. Yeah, because I would imagine that Xbox will release it. There, I'm, I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that it's happening for Xbox as well as PS PlayStation. Sucks, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, but before September, so fucking Sony, man. Honestly, <laughs> seriously, can't they just fuck off for once? <laughs> I mean, seriously, with all their technology and all their games and all their selling more consoles and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's the more powerful console anyway. So why can't they just fuck off and let it go? Because there's loads of people who, who want to have a Nintendo, you know, they, the people who want to have an Xbox One. They, don't they know that the second they do that, it sparks... Oh, of course, well, of course they do, because they're cynical fucks, aren't so they? So the head of EA announced that he believed it was Sony, Sorry, Sony and Microsoft are addressing their underpowered consoles. 
because they are technically underpowered compared to PCs. I'm quite happy with my Xbox. I'm yeah. quite happy with the Xbox. Yeah. It's still capable of playing very good looking uh, but games. Tom, it's underpowered. <laughs> oh, it's old tech. Yeah, compared <laughs> to a gaming rig PC. Yeah. It's still, I mean, the consoles these days are technically just a PC in wolf's clothing. That's all they are. They're just, they're, they're the same things that, that all run together. They mm. are underpowered compared to the most powerful computer you can think of. Mm. Whereas, whereas, the Nintendo consoles are underpowered compared to every other console. Life becomes so much better when you don't give a shit about graphics. <laughs> Honestly, you so become so much happier. Just but the point is, graphics aren't the be-all, end-all. I, I just don't understand why... Because everything at the moment, like on the Xbox One, it looks fine. There's yeah. the, the, you know, Any graphical enhancements you make beyond what we've got at the moment is just... I've been saying this since the Super Nintendo was out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I can't have this conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, big news in esports. Yeah. No idea what it is, so we'll move on from that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <MacGyver> reboot. <laughs> it's just oh. something I've just seen. MacGyver's getting a reboot. I used to love MacGyver, so I'll be happy about that. That's probably the thing I'm most excited about. And the Pokemons. They've announced the uh, starters for the new game, and everyone's fallen in love with one, apparently. And I don't really f- understand Pokemon particularly, so... I've never understood it. No. So, that's all I've got. Sean? No, I'm done. Cool. Tom? Just one final bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Assassin's Creed film trailer. Yeah, it is out. Good. It's got the Fassbender in it. The fast we bender. love Fassbender. It's set in the time of the Spanish Inquisition, and it just looked pretty good. It looked like he wasn't phoning it in, which is the important thing. Yeah. So I mean, that's the concern with video game movies is that they get a big actor in, and then they don't really give a shit because they know they're just getting some money yeah, from it. Like Matt LeBlanc in the um, uh, what, what film was he in? The, the Lost in Space. The Lost in Space one. <laughs> yeah. Literally sleptwalk his way through that film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the reviews afterwards even said that Matt LeBlanc sleepwalks his way through this film, and he did not give a shit because he went back to friends, made a million dollars yeah, per made episode. A million dollars per episode. So, fucking hell, man. He, he looks like he's taking it quite seriously. So Fastbender, yes, and. Because I quite enjoyed the first game and I really enjoyed the second game. I haven't really enjoyed any game since after that one. Um, I like that it's kind of... It feels like they're yeah. going back to that original kind what? of concept which was the guy was kidnapped yeah, and they're playing through his genetic memories to try and find something what? before it all went batshit banana crazy. What game was set during the Spanish Inquisition? Or wasn't there one? No, there wasn't. So that's coming out at the end of this year, isn't it? Yep. Do we not think they're missing a trick not releasing a game this year? Yeah, but then Ubisoft have confirmed that they are releasing like six games before the end of the year. <laughs> um, and you have to wonder what six games those are. Although we do know that at least one of them is Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. Or and, well, at least one of them. One of them. Just one of them. Just one of them. Is, they're not releasing two and three, two. one after the yeah. other, no. no. Although the first one was pretty flat. Yeah. I. That was interesting as sackcloth. Just quickly on Watch Dogs. I enjoyed the fact that I would dive into a car to race to save someone who was having their phone stolen or something because you, you, you hack into things and you hear these things whilst I was doing it I was running over four or five people to get there it's like, <laughs> kind of defies the point really um, I that film for me there was a moment that I, I suddenly fell in love with it and I battled through the whole game thinking yeah. 
I just want to kind of finish this. Yeah. Um, because I, the story kind of grabbed me enough to make me, and I kind of like the atmosphere in the city and things like that. But there was always something that was a bit just like it just felt a bit flat and mm. kind of. But where, it's where a great I was, idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was on top of a of a parking garage, mm. trying to get down to the bottom to find some dude who was hiding from me in one of the lower levels, and um, I used one of my powers, which basically causes a city-wide blackout. Mm. It's just fucking brilliant. Like you just press, you, you activate one of your hacks, and just the whole city. <laughs> Just all the power goes off for about 20 seconds, giving you enough time to get past a few people and stuff like that. And then suddenly, blink, 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 all the lights come blinking back on again. And I just thought, that is awesome. I just feel like Batman in the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. I had the, I had off similar the power bit. and stuff. We don't look impressed. <laughs> Sorry, are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> when you're escaping in the car, and then you can just hide down a street and turn the lights out and like sling down. I that was nice. And GTA that. never did that. Oh, sorry. No. no, GTA never did that. No. no. Yeah, fuck GTA. Yeah. Anyway, what, what's it ever done for us? What yeah. has it ever done for us? So anyway, yeah, Assassin's Creed film trailer comes out. I'm going to reserve my judgment on it, but I did enjoy the trailer. Any word on any of the other films? So Bioshock's meant to be having a film made of it, isn't it? Yeah. Not excited about that? No, because for me, the story's been told. And it's excellent. I think Assassin's Creed is one of those games that potentially you could pretty much go to any time period True. and make up a story about. Uh, whereas Bioshock, I think... Bioshock Infinite kind of ruins the Bioshock story because it's kind of saying that, spoiler alert, the reality that you inhabit in mm. Infinite is technically one of many types of alternate alternate realities, one of which is the original Bioshock universe. Mm. There's always a man, there's always a lighthouse, there's always a city, etc., yeah, etc. Uh, whereas the story of Bioshock, the first game, I think if they'd made a film of that, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But well, then, I, they, did, then they made Bioshock 2 and that story would have been told. Mm. Same with Halo. Halo doesn't need a Halo movie. No. Halo's one of the last things that needs a Halo movie, but Assassin's Creed certainly needs something to give a shot in the arm. And I think the film could do a good job of that. <laughs> so and I'm going to scratch it out my book now. Yeah, I'm all out news. Marvellous. Um, I think we're done. A woman. A woman. Right. Cool. Thanks for listening. Uh, anything we've missed, let us know. Just uh, in an angry tweet uh, on Twitter, which is at 2MTOH, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 2MTOH, or just throw a brick through my window with a note attached. Whatever really comes, <laughs> comes to mind, really. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with part two, which will be our continuation of the Riddling Reaver. And I understand Gurnalist is going to be here again. Yeah. No, sweet. I listened to that guy last week, actually. You like him? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite interesting. Yeah, he's quite rude to he us. He does, yeah. He's a bit rude to you guys. Uh, don't worry about that. I'm sure it's fine. Cool. Okay. That's okay. Right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.